Uncut. Uh, this is where we unpack the sermon and just keep it uncut and sort of raw. We're uh, just sharing what the sermon meant to us, what uh, impacted us, what resonated, what was the challenges, what are the challenges also. Uh, my name is Pastor Carol, and today I have two wonderful members, two wonderful women, two wonderful accomplished, just blessed women that I appreciate immensely. And I have here on my right, your left, is Uwe, and on my left, your right, is Michelle. So uh, we've been looking at and examining the fruit of the Spirit. We've been looking at Galatians chapter 5. What are the fruit of the Spirit? So we've been sort of unpacking each one of those. One conclusion that the Word of God tells us and that we've come to is that in order to have fruit, you must have a source. You must have a root, which is the Holy Spirit. So yes, we give our lives to Jesus, but the power to live daily, to the power to develop, the power to grow is through the Holy Spirit. And so uh, today was actually the culmination of that where uh, we landed on... What is the purpose? What, does the Holy Spirit have anything to do with the end times? The, the place that we're living in, not just daily, absolutely daily. That's why we looked at the fruit of the Spirit. But or the overall picture of where we are on planet Earth with the evil, with the signs that we see, with the difficulties, with so much going on. What part does the Holy Spirit play, if any? Mm -hmm. So that's what we looked at today. And um, I want to hear from you. What does it mean? How uh, were you impacted? So let's start there. Sure. Whoever would like to go. Okay, Michelle. <laughs> well, well, I was going to say that um, uh, when Nathan, uh, young Nathan, read the scripture uh, this morning, I thought that was so powerful. Um, it's it's really a it's powerful to hear a child reading mm. God's word, but then he, the way he read it, and I thought it, I actually hadn't thought about you know this this war between the flesh and the spirit mm -hmm. and how, you know, we will never win if we are relying on our own power and mm -hmm. our own flesh. Mm -hmm. And and just the way he read it, I hope, I mean, you can copy and print his his reading and, and it was just so beautiful. But, but the idea that the spirit, the Holy Spirit is the juice, you know, mm -hmm. that's that's what keeps you going. That's... Mm -hmm. And, and so, so much, we were just talking in Sabbath school about how much we rely on ourselves and we have this, mm -hmm. you know, kind of daily kind of temptation or you're almost fighting the original sin every day. Mm -hmm. um, and um, where do you get the power? Where do you get the mm -hmm. strength? Right. Um, this kind of, you know, unlimited source. Um, and what you have really emphasized over the last few weeks, and I think today, really helps really impress upon, uh, impressed upon me, mm. really the, the Spirit is, there's so much that we can ask for. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, the text that you referred to in Luke about, mm -hmm. you know, ask mm -hmm. and you shall receive, um, seek and you shall find, knock and the door will be opened unto you. Um, I had not thought about it. Like, mm -hmm. yes, when you're doing this and mm -hmm. the spirit is present and waiting, mm -hmm. waiting to be asked, mm 
mm-hmm. waiting to be invited in. And how much do we as Christians really not mm-hmm. value how much Christ wants to be invited? That this is free will, right? right. This is where we have the power mm-hmm. to say no, but often we don't even recognize that you have the power to invite. If you knew the king of England was standing at your door <laughs> waiting to be let yes. in, would yeah. you, you know, right. would you open the door? door and, or would you just say, I never use that door <laughs> and yeah. miss, the, miss the opportunity entirely? Beautiful. Yeah. I think sometimes we make it more complex than it is. Mm-hmm. And it is really pretty simplistic. And it is, I think, mm. uh, very significant. A child read the scripture yes. because yes. even a child can relate yeah. and, yeah. and understand. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. It resonated with you. Yes. To build on what you just said, Pastor Carol, one of the things that struck me about the message was also the simplicity of it. Um, and, and you didn't get into the debates about what the Holy Spirit is, what it isn't, but you made it very sort of simple using scripture, helping us to understand that this is the one of the Godhead. It is, and it is a gift that was given to us by Christ. And I loved that uh, reminder that um, he who um, will never withhold a good thing from us. You know, yes. even evil... You know, know how to give their good, you know, their 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 children good gifts. Um, what more would Christ? And so, and that was also showing us how much we should value the Holy Spirit inside. I think sometimes we don't do it, and though it is a simple message, not always easy. Right. And part of that, I think, um, it's beyond just sort of comprehending it and so forth and demystifying what the Holy Spirit is. It is that war that's happening that um, Michelle talked about, uh, the, the, the war between the spirit and between the flesh, you yes. know, and we see it in Paul's writings and how he sort of struggled. I do what I, you know, don't want to do and so forth. And I think all of us have that battle and we can identify. The beauty is that Christ can identify with all of our weaknesses, all of our infirmities, and the, and the Holy Spirit is the power cord yes. that enables us to be able to do his will, to do of his good pleasure, because it does take a cooperation. There is a role. God provides the power. We then have to act upon that by faith, because even in asking for the Holy Spirit, we have to believe that we will receive the Holy Spirit, and that's the beautiful thing, and the, and the message throughout the entire quarter, you know, as we read Galatians 5, you know, joy and peace and long-suffering and patience and all of those things that come with the Holy Spirit. It's, it's a beautiful thing and, and just it, it is what we will need in order to get through, not just today, but what's ahead. Um, I, I want to ask a question. So what is the obstacle? You brought out a mm. point. It's not always uh, that easy. Mm. So what are some of the obstacles yeah. that you deal with in, or that we deal with? Um, mm. And I think it's a connection, staying connected. Mm. Because let's say I have a scenario um, in my life and someone maybe is um, being rude to me. Okay, mm-hmm. <laughs> and in that moment, mm-hmm. <laughs> am I saying, "Holy Spirit, help me"? <laughs> well, uh, or uh, what? I mean, mm-hmm. so what? What is that? Because it is a a battle, mm-hmm. and that tension will always be here until Jesus returns. Yeah. So I think that's one thing we almost 
be aware of mm. and just own that. Mm. There will yeah. be that tension between what my flesh would like to do, what maybe my I'm accustomed to doing, versus what is pleasing to God? Am mm. I asking for the Spirit of God? What would God like me to do? How can help me, Lord, so mm. that the flesh isn't rising up and taking control? Mm. So that tension will be there. But what are the obstacles from keeping us staying connected mm. and really going and asking the Holy Spirit? Yeah. Okay, let me. Um, back up. Let me go to the bathroom. You know, let me, I, I, I'll be right back <laughs> and run to the bathroom and Lord help me <laughs> before I say something mm. that I'm going to regret and uh, have to deal with this, the repercussions. So, yeah, I think, you know, when you, when you think of spirit, it's ephemeral, right? You can't, I think of air, right? Mm. Air, it's oxygen. It's all around me. Where do I go to get it? You know, it's there. But I, if I stop breathing, I don't get it, right? Mm -hmm. So it's a conscious effort on some part, but it's also unconscious. So, mm -hmm. so maybe I think what, what I got from your message today was there is that point at which you think of it as a conscious act. Mm -hmm. I'm asking and I'm... But at some point, because you've gotten so used to this that it becomes your way of life, yes. it becomes like breathing. Mm -hmm. And so then it isn't a matter of, oh you know, here's the situation. Mm -hmm. But it's just as we're growing and maturing mm -hmm. in our faith that we are then able to say, well, mm -hmm. so these are things that I don't have to think about. Mm -hmm. I don't, I can just do. Right. Or I can live in uncertainty because I know mm -hmm. that this, the Holy Spirit is leading me. Mm -hmm. I know that God is going to carry me. Mm -hmm. And yes. I can, I have enough faith to be able to take these steps mm -hmm. and not necessarily know how I'm going to get to my the destination that right. I desire, mm. because maybe maybe God desires to, you know, God says, you're not going to go here. Mm. I actually want you to go there. Right. You know, you think of Jonah. Mm. He, he had a place he thought God wanted him to go. Yeah. And then God told him, no, you're, you're going someplace else. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and he did not want to. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. The flesh said no. Exactly. Not, those exactly. So yes. I do think, I love the way you said it, and, and this is a thing that I've always kind of struggled with growing up Adventist, mm -hmm. this idea of the end times. So I grew up in an Adventist community. So um, as a little girl, I heard about people. And there were, there were my friends, their families like, disappeared. They pulled their children out of school, and they went to the hills. You know, we're going to wait for Jesus to come. Well, I mean, that's... 40 years, mm -hmm. and we're still here. So I loved how you, how you phrased it and, and framed it that, you know, getting the spirit, mm. bringing it into your soul yes. and into your, mm. into, into inhabiting your being, that's the preparation that we need. And when you look at the world, you just look at your news feed. Mm. Everything is death, death, mm. death, destruction, mm. torment. I mean, mm. the most, you know, twisted things. There it is. Mm -hmm. and, and you think, how can this world, how much more mm. is going to happen? Or, or you think it just like, it, what, what can we do? How many mm. laws can we pass mm. yeah. to, to make the world safer? Yeah. But what the world needs more is love, right? Yes. There's that popular song. Amen. But where does the, the love the come from? It's yeah. the fruit of the Spirit, yeah. right? And we as Christians should be <laughs> the most fruitful fountain. <laughs> but in many cases, sadly... We're not. We're the ones on those sidelines mm. also shutting people down yeah. and, and contributing to this yeah. chaos. 
And I think that's where the disconnect mm. comes from because even though we may be saying and shouting mm. Christian, Christian, Jesus, but if the fruit it's mm. not there. is not there. Yeah. Is that really the tree? Is, that re is the source yeah. really Jesus and the Holy Spirit? Yeah. So I, I think it is important. I love what you said about growth because it is a, a, a growing process. Mm. It is. Uh, yeah. So it's not just a, a one decision or something. Yeah. So if you continue to grow, yeah. um, it is easier. It's a lifestyle. Mm -hmm. It's a relational lifestyle. Exactly. Yes, yes, yes. And you know, and just reflecting on so what are the things that sort of cause the the, the, the the break in our you know, in 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 producing the fruits of the spirit, what are some of the barriers? I think one thing that I think about, especially in this day and age that we're living in, is fear. I think a lot of people and so um, and we're told, you know, we've got so many promises in the Bible, fear not for I will be with you, you know. We're also told that in this world there will be tribulation, but be of good cheer, I will overcome the world. And a lot of times that newsfeed overcomes even us as Christians. And we don't live our faith. We don't stand up to whatever it may be, you know, and and, and we, we crumble or we, we we look at things from uh, the perspective of, of of a non-Christian, which where it feels like we're losing the battle, right? Mm -hmm. That Christ is not going to come and that evil is not going to be overcome. So that's one thing I think is fear. It's really important. The other thing I think is temptation to be to to live um, by our own strength, mm. you know, and 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 not invite consciously asking for the Holy Spirit to be with us day by day and to live in that, like you said, you know, and, 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 and think that we can handle these struggles on our own. Another thing that is constant is the break in the relationship that we have with Christ. And we don't realize that it is him who is holding it. It is him who is strengthening it. It is him who is, and when we break our relationship, that, that means that we're not spending conscious time yes. with God. Um, uh, in our private moments, um, you know, and, and even having a set-aside time uh, and my practice is normally in the morning and I know when I don't have that morning time with mm -hmm. God, I'm like, oh, have mercy. Today is going to be a tough day. I know it already. I know it already because I haven't had that quiet moment where I can just reflect, where I can allow him into my heart, where I can be in his word, where I can take it, where I can feed on it, where I can reflect on my blessings and where I just walk out with my promises. And, I, and, and those are the things, those are the things that give us the, and we're talking about Sabbath school today, Ephesians 6, the armor of God, yes. right? And being able to know that we fight not against the flesh and blood but against powers and principalities so we need we need our weaponry and we need to overcome fear we need to overcome indolence and spiritual indolence we need to overcome the temptations of the world that we may be strengthened and when we fall not to be discouraged because yes. I also think that is the working of God it is what he's doing is he's revealing to us the things that we still need to work on that we need to give to him mm -hmm. and so when we are in a situation and we're not ready and we say the angry word or we do whatever and it's clearly not the fruit of the spirit mm -hmm. it's a learning moment yes. with God yes. I love that Yes, because that's really what it is, a learning journey, mm -hmm. our life. We, it's not a destination yeah. point, but really staying connected, having that relationship. I wanted to segue in the last few minutes to, so what is the benefits? What, what has been a blessing to you living, growing with God, growing in the Holy Spirit, inviting the Holy Spirit, or is this something uh, that you just starting out on? or uh, Because you, as you said, you were raised in a church, in a, a, a community, that many may have gone a different way, a little bit uh, extreme, if you will, 
and not really understanding the leading and guiding of the Holy Spirit. So uh, give us a little insight there. Yeah, no, I think that's, that's really important. Um, when, I think of, when I think of these families that, you know, isolated themselves mm -hmm. in order to protect themselves from the world, these were the things that they were saying. The world, the, you know, this is why it tells us we have to, you know, be pure. We have mm -hmm. to, you know, so on some level, it's a little bit of a misinterpretation of what she advises. But, um, but at the heart of it is also fear. Right? Yes. It's fear mm -hmm. and self-reliance. Mm -hmm. Yes. And holy self-reliance. They were like, oh, because we have the truth, we're going to, you know, mm -hmm. make sure that we are, the ones that are, you know, preserved. Right. But what you have opened, you know, kind of opened the window to is this idea that we exist in community. Amen. Right? We're a community of believers. We're a community yes. of people who are sharing God's love. You know, there's there are things that only we as human beings can do for one another. Mm -hmm. God God use, is using us to do that, right? Mm -hmm. To to comfort, to hold, to, you know, mm. just sit with and mourn. I mean, all of these things, the, the Lord can do it, and he does, but, but he needs people. He mm. needs, and we need people. Mm -hmm. And so I think that when I think of um, very, mm. you know, good people with, you know, they have a good, they, they have these, what, what's the word? I mean, they're very Passionate and spiritually minded, right? And they have a good intent, right? They think they're following the Lord. But, we, and you see this in not just in Adventists, but in, in almost any sect, there is, a, there is a super religious fundamentalist sect that says you cannot be in the world. You have to be separate from the world. So what the Holy Spirit does is give, gives us the tools yes. and the fruits yes. to be in the mm. community, in the world. And as you said, mm. when you're one of the, you know, we're waiting for the bridegroom, right. why, what are we doing? How's the Holy Spirit helping exactly. us? Like that is really important. Being able to wait and wait, you know, mm. effectively, effectively, you know, yes. not just, Truthfully. not just sort of, Passively, right? Yes. You're waiting with a certain sense of hope and anticipation. You're not just sort of like, all right, well, you know, yeah. life's just going to happen. Yeah. And I, I don't know why I'm alive. I'm just here. Right. You know? yeah. um, so I think yes. that's the spirit for me in your series. This, this has really helped crystallize some ideas that I already had, mm. but, but also makes me think even more. Mm -hmm. How much are, am I not... Mm. really mm. taking advantage of. I'm not leveraging my relationship with God. I'm not leveraging my mm. knowledge of the Holy Spirit. I mean, right. there's, there's more that you could do, right? right. If, you, if you just think, mm. it's not me. It's exactly. the Holy Spirit Amen. through me, through Christ through me. Yeah. I can love a difficult person or I can be kind yeah. to an unkind person because... You know, mm. Right. 
Beautiful, yeah. beautifully yeah. said. Yeah. Uh, and just a point on that, Jesus did not withdraw. I mean, he had moments he withdraw, mm. but he went to yes. the people. Amen. He went to the crowds. He ministered, mm-hmm. and he's our example in all things. Mm. And he says, you don't have to do it. I, I'm leaving physically mm. here, but I'm giving you the comforter, the Holy Amen. Spirit, yeah. so that you will be able to interact. You will mm. be able to share. You will be able to go mm. forward yeah. and not be afraid yeah. and not live in fear and not retreat, yeah. but go and, he said, go. Make disciples. That your, was uh, the scripture I said. Yeah. Yes. Your point about receiving power from the Spirit, mm-hmm. and the Spirit is the helper and yes. the teacher, mm-hmm. those, are, those are resonated. Okay. Amen. Awesome. So for me, the big takeaway for the entire series, um, there's this principle that I've been dwelling on, um, uh, the principle of the fact that we, we take from God Yes. That we may give to others. Yes. And so the entire the entire series, um, and if we look at all the fruits of the spirit, you know, love and patience and kindness and you know, all of these things, is that we take those things from the the Holy Spirit gives it to us, right? We have to by faith yes. take them. That's right. I have to by faith mm-hmm. believe that He's giving me patience. When I have the prayer under my breath Lord give me patience I do not have (laughs) I believe that he gives it to me but you know what happens when I have that patience it's given to others Mm. God then gives to others he uses you so you take that you may give Mm -hmm. and that is the beauty it's the multiplier effect of being a child of God and being able to live in the abundant of the spirit and being able to be in the community like we just Mm -hmm. talked about the way that Christ was and the the blessing that he passed on to those who were sick those who were hurting those who were in pain those who were like all of those things just poured out because he took from the father that he may give to others Mm -hmm. and that is the very same thing he offers us Mm -hmm. That is powerful. I think we should sort of land there. Um, And that's what God wants us to know for ourselves and for others. It's not just on us. And whatever we do receive through the Holy Spirit, it's a blessing to those around us. And so I'm not sure where other people are that will be listening. Yeah, we just want to share with you the love of God and that you do not have to carry it yourself Amen. or try to attain by yourself or uh, feel bad if you do fall because we are sinners. Amen. So when we do fall, we can come right back to Jesus. That's the grace and mercy he Amen. has. And yet he's saying you can live and you can experience love, Amen. joy, peace, goodness, long-suffering, Amen. gentleness, kindness. What a beautiful life. What, wait, is that just beautiful? That's what we receive. going back to your point. We receive all of that from him. And he Amen. says, now I want you to grow as this plant. Grow yes. up and have that fruit to be a blessing to whatever situation and scenario and whatever group of people you're around. Amen. So it's yeah. the love of God. And so we thank you for joining us. We want you to know that it is through God. It is through a relationship with Jesus Christ, through the power of the Holy Spirit, Mm. that we can even be here, first of all. (laughs) But whatever else, whatever the scenario is, it's through the Holy Spirit. That's the comforter. That's who he has left for us, our helper, our teacher, where the power is, all that we need. So do not do it alone. You, you do not have to, and we want you to connect with us, come back, and we're going to continue on um, this series. We're finishing up this series about uh, the Holy Spirit, and next we're actually 
I was sort of trying to surprise people, but, uh, but it's about the commitment of God. You know, many times, this is something I studied for years, was covenant. Mm. Most of us really do not understand, and I did not understand for years what a covenant is, and that's what type of relationship God has with us, is covenant. It's a committed relationship. So we're going to unpack that, what God has invited us to, and then what our response is. Mm-hmm. And it, it was a game changer for me. It was transformational because I no longer look at, I have to do, I am in this committed covenant relationship and it is awesome. So we just invite you because we want you to grow and to have that foundation, not just for today, but for the rest of your lives. Mm-hmm. And that's what he's called us to, a loving covenant relationship. So that's, that's where we're going next. So mm-hmm. I think we're going to enjoy it. God bless you. Thank you for joining me again, Michelle and Julie. And uh, we will see you again in two weeks. We appreciate you. We love you. God bless you. And CMC Uncut, we thank God for you. We'll see you soon. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm. Next time. Bye-bye.